0: Any other advice that you can give as far as the best course of action to take when you're considering any of these parts of the CARES Act?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, the rules governing the pre taxed, right, uh, or tax advantage retirement accounts, they've changed because we're in a very extraordinary situation. They've been changed, they're relaxed in order to give a lot of financial flexibility to all those people who need it the most and, and are in need. But it's still, you have to be prudent all right you have to be very careful in what you're doing because if you sell your investments during a market downturn all right we talked about this uh, in, in the beginning of the podcast you have to sell more of those investments to get the same amount of money out which means you you wind up with fewer shares which means it's going to be that much harder for you to recover and also you know if you have to dip into your retirement savings figure out what the minimum amount is that you need because taking out a really large withdrawal or alone may mean that you'll you'll have to play catch up just to, to reach your retirement goals and, and savings, and it could even possibly push back the year in which you want to retire. So, again, that's why it's so important to know what you're doing.
2: about... Than just a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedel is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on the Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the Retirement Fitness Plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on Processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. It's
0: The Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedel a podcast about finding ways to help you become financially fit for your future no matter what shape you're in now. All right, so the question is, how does the CARE Act affect my retirement and retirement plan? Over the years, people have been able to take hardship loans against their retirement plans, but have the rules changed? Are there penalties? And how much can we take out? Lastly, how long are these rules good for? This is Leanne Siddell and here to help us with all of our questions and give us some guidance to help us stay in the best financial shape possible the retirement trainer ed sadell how are you
1: ed <laughs> i'm doing good leanne how are you
0: I'm doing all right.
1: (laughs) Not bad for a Monday afternoon?
0: Well, so many things coming in on a Monday afternoon. Especially
1: after a holiday weekend, the 4th of July, right?
0: That's right. Happy 4th of July to everybody Happy birthday, America.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Yes, we are definitely a patriotic family, for sure. But uh, let's bring us back around and try to get focused. What we're talking about today is the CARES Act. So... How does the CARES Act affect loans and withdrawals for people who need a med?
1: All right. First of all, great question. And let's kind of take it from the top and and just so everybody knows this is gonna be this podcast is gonna be really technical. It's gonna be really important for everybody to to understand. The changes and the rules, okay, and I'm probably going to say this at least a half dozen times, you know, it's going to be so important to make sure that you you hire a pro. I really recommend that, you know, working with your CPA, your, your tax attorney, your advisor, because they're complicated. So... <laughs>
0: The government change,
1: change, changes, <laughs> I know. changes Shock. the rules Shocker. So, <laughs> But, you know, and actually these rules, it is for the betterment. If you take advantage of them the right way for for your individual situation. And, you know, it's it's important for people to understand, and I'm sure they already do, that the primary advantage of putting money away in your 401k, 403b, 457, or other Company-sponsored retirement plans—it's the ability to participate and enjoy tax-deferred growth on your retirement investments until you pull the trigger and, and you retire. Okay. And again, you know, I said this before making any kind of of a loan or withdrawal—you should understand all of the implications, both positive and negative, and the effects that they're going to have on you with your current finances, your long-term finances, your retirement, and the impact that it may have on your retirement and taxes down the road. So again, you should always check with your advisors, your CPA, your attorneys, your financial advisors, just to make sure that what you're doing is in your best interest now and, and in the future. So now that I've kind of gotten that Given out of the, the way. Given the disclosure? <laughs> well, yeah, because it is, you know, I mean, these are going to be the cliff notes, all right? And, you know, let's kind of get into the meat of this a little bit and we're going to talk about, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm, I'm going to give the summary kind of the bullet points, the basics up front. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to break it down and, and explain it and then kind of summarize it at the end, be a little bit more repetitive. So that way it gives people a chance to maybe hear it a couple of times and, and pick it up.
0: You're warning people so that they can start taking <laughs> notes now.
1: <laughs>
0: a lot of times yeah. you have to read something five times in order to understand it. Or
1: grab a cup of coffee, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, all right, the CARES Act, what is it? It is the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic... Security Act. You got to love the government. They love their acronyms, right? (laughs) I mean, my goodness. And so, and we're going to talk about the SECURE Act as it relates to the CARES Act here in just a minute. But all right. So some of the bullet points, when you're talking about hardship withdrawals, you know, you're only allowed to do that when there's an immediate and heavy financial need. So typically withdrawals are limited to the amount that you're required to need. Okay. And so you have to be able to prove it. That's really important. For this year, for the CARES Act, for calendar year 2020, COVID-19-related hardship withdrawals can be up to 100% of your current account balance, okay, or $100,000, whichever is smaller. Under the IRS guidelines, the regular guidelines, you can borrow up to 50% of your vested account balance or $50,000, whichever is less, all right, as a loan against your 401k or 403b. If the loan is COVID-19 related and taken out between March 27th of 2020 and September 23rd, 2020, you can borrow up to 100% of your account balance or $100,000, whichever is less. All right. Okay. This is why you need to write all this stuff down because it's crazy. And if you're not in dire financial straits, okay, but still want to take cash from your 401k, you can take a loan. Okay. And... This is going to be the easiest part, which was kind of the most complicated in the beginning of all this, is that the IRS has suspended RMDs, also known as required minimum distributions, for this year, 2020.
0: Whew. Okay. Well, because of the fact that there is so many, if this, then this, we're going to go back and go a little slower and break it down.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's right. And that's why I want to kind of hit all of these a couple times, just so that everybody understands that. There's a lot to it. All right. So let's start with the easy one. All right. Let's talk about the the suspension of required minimum distributions, aka also known as RMDs, for this year. So it suspended it for 2020. And we talked about the SECURE Act, I think on a podcast, was it back in March? I think yeah. it was in March, right? Yeah. In detail. so. We won't spend that much time on it today, but it really changed the the age of when you had to start taking RMDs, required minimum distributions, from 70 and a half to, to 72. All right. So, what it's saying now is any individuals over the age of 70 and a half for those born prior to July 1st, 1949, or 72 for those born after July 1st, 1949, you know, you had to take a required minimum distribution for that year. All right, Based on the IRS table of your age, and it was also based on the account value as of December 31st of the previous year. So the IRS table three, which is the universal lifetime table, it's about, I think it's at least, I know of at least three places on the IRS website. Okay. All right. Well, all of those have been canceled, you know, for this year. Now, the big thing is, is that it didn't just suspend it for those who were required or over the age of 72, but even for non-spouse members. So if you have an inherited IRA, okay, those have also been suspended. So the provision was included to allow retirement accounts the ability to bounce back from the downturn in the market. Because in that one month period from, you know, the the, the towards the end of February to the middle of March towards the end of March, uh, you know, the market was down over 36%. Okay, So
0: it is important that everybody understand the reasons why that came about in the first place.
1: Right. And because, so if you have to take an RMD out and let's just say, I'm going to use around numbers, your account was at $100,000 and now all of a sudden it's dropped 30 or 40%, but you have to take that same percentage out based on the IRS tables of the December 31st value, it's going to be that much harder to recover. All right, because you're going to have to sell more shares to get that same amount, and it's not going to be impossible, but it's going to be very, very difficult. All right, Now, this is the part that most people don't understand. If you've already taken your RMD out for this year, all right, as part of the CARES Act, you have until December 31st of 2020 to put the money back into your retirement account. Okay? You don't have to consider the RMD that you took out as your single yearly rollover distribution, okay, and you can still take out a separate rollover distribution for another purpose later on in the year. So that's really important. So if you already took it out and you didn't need it, you can put it back, okay, or some portion of it, and you won't be taxed.
0: But again, you're, the rebound of the market that has happened is kind yeah. of.
1: Right, right. But, you know, and and some people took it out earlier in the year. That's what I mean. And so they can put it back in.
0: But so no one has to take an RMD this year.
1: It is not required. That is right. That's right.
0: So let's talk about hardship loans and withdrawals.
1: Okay. So one way to take a hardship withdrawal it's allowed when you have an immediate need, a heavy financial need. And, and that's actually as defined on the IRS website. And so withdrawals are normally limited to the amount that's required that you need to to fill that that financial hardship. And so it used to be, so if you pull out money prior to age 59 and a half, not only do you owe ordinary income tax, but you also owe a 10% early withdrawal penalty, also known as an excise tax. Okay. However, All right. As part of the CARES Act in COVID-19, okay, there is now a safe harbor. So what is a safe harbor? That's the government's fancy term for an exception. All right. So there is an exception for different situations. And if you meet those, then you still have to pay the taxes, but you're exempt from that 10% early withdrawal penalty. All right. So an example of a safe harbor exception is allowed for people who need to take a hardship withdrawal to cover medical expenses for either themselves, their spouses, their dependents. If you're in a life or death medical situation, you know, requiring emergency surgery, I mean, these are the things that you can, you know, pull those funds out and not get hit with that 10% penalty. And hopefully, you know, no one's in that, those kind of dire needs right now. And Even though you still owe taxes on what you withdraw, you know, some of the other exceptions to avoid the 10% penalty are, believe it or not, tuition, okay, related educational fees, room and board for the next year, the next 12 months, okay, post-secondary education, all right? And, you know, whether it's for you, your spouse, your kids, dependents, and believe it or not, beneficiaries, all right? Payments to prevent eviction or for foreclosure on your apartment, your home, and that's only on your primary residence. Funeral expenses, you know, and, and certain expenses to repair your principal residence. So, you know, those are the things that, those are the exceptions. Um, and this is why it's so important to hire a pro. Well,
0: and I think you said this earlier, but I want to focus because we have a lot of people who ex. This extended period of unemployment, right? This long. And that is kind of where this all came about, this hardship. Right. So I, I know you're making reference to the tuition and everything else, but again,
1: we're going to get into the hardships. I'm just trying to lay out the, because it is, there's so many facets to the hardship withdrawal. And you know what? let's, so let's just talk about that right now, since you brought it up, because it's important. So you can withdraw $100,000 of your account balance uh, I'm sorry, $100,000 or your account balance, whichever is less. Okay. And you can spread out those taxes. So if you withdraw $100,000 this year, you can spread out those taxes over the next three years. So that's important. Okay. Because there's another aspect of that. In addition, okay, the act, it also suspends the mandatory 20% withholding requirement that normally applies to early distributions from 401k or other workplace retirement plans, all right? So there's no more 20% withholding. And if you pay the funds back into your account within three years, it'll be considered a rollover and not subject to taxes, okay? So, you know, you can spread the taxes out over three years or... You know, if at the end of three years before you hit that mark, you you say, you know what, here, let's just go ahead and pay it back and avoid the taxes, you can do it then. All -hmm. right. Uh, But no matter what, you're going to avoid that 10% early withdrawal penalty. Got it. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. I know you're going to go back and reiterate one more time, I'm sure, on some of these details.
1: Well, and, and here's the other thing. So we're talking about the hardship withdrawal. It's, you also have to understand that not all retirement plans will accept the CARES Act provision for COVID-19 and the, the hardships that are associated with it. So it's the plan document. So every company that sponsors a plan, it's governed by a plan document that's approved by the IRS and Department of Labor. All right. And they're all different. And the reason that they don't have to accept the CARES Act is because the CARES Act does not require employers to follow the new, more permissive withdrawal and loan rules. So it's really going to depend up to the employer if they say, okay, yep, you can do it.
0: Wow. So essentially, how do they qualify for these hardships?
1: All right. So these are some of the, the very basic things. And, and again, this is taken you know right, right off of, of the IRS website, I and mean, it's part of H.R. 748, Section 2202. What is that? That's the CARES Act. OK, and it is taken right, right off of the website. So here it is. So if you have been diagnosed with COVID-19, if your spouse or dependent has been diagnosed with COVID-19, so this is what qualifies for the hardship loans or withdrawals. Experiencing a layoff. If you've been furloughed, reduction in hours, inability to work due to COVID-19 or lack of childcare because of COVID-19, you qualify. If you had a job offer that was rescinded or a job start date delayed due to COVID-19, you qualify. Experiencing adverse financial consequences due to an individual or individual spouse's finances being affected due to COVID-19, you qualify. Closing or reducing hours of a business owned or operated by an individual or their spouse due to COVID-19, you qualify.
0: Which I don't think there are too many of us that weren't in some way, shape, or form affected by all of the above.
1: That's the key. So that that's why I also wanted to make sure that everybody understood that you know it's not mandatory. So if you contact you know your HR department, or you know if you're a, a small business like we are, and we don't have an HR right department per se, <laughs> we don't have thirty or forty people sitting back there um, being able to answer these questions. You've got to go up and ask them. You know, hey, do we have a hardship loan? Do we qualify under the CARES Act? Can we make that withdrawal? And I would be shocked if more than 10% of, of the employers out there would know the answer. So they're going to have to call the administrator, which is a third party administrator that they hire to make sure the tax returns, the record keeping, everything is taken care of to be able to answer those questions. Because there
0: is so many layers of paperwork that need to go into all of that. Yeah.
1: And, you know, most of these small businesses, they're not in the business of running a retirement plan. They're in the business of running their business. And so they depend on all these other experts, right, the pros, to be able to answer these questions. And, you know, just because the plan doesn't allow it doesn't mean that they can't amend the plan, Mm -hmm. right? And so the plan sponsor can amend the plan, which is change it. To allowed for these withdrawals and, and hardship loans. And uh, I'm sure there's, you know, the TPA may charge a, a fee. The TPA is third-party administrator, or they may not. Everyone's situation is different. But that's why I wanted to make sure that everybody knew, you know, hey, you know, Ed, I listened to uh, <laughs> your podcast and my employer is saying no. Well, well, that's why.
0: And, I mean, watching the news, wherever you watch the news, they talk about the CARES Act, I and I do not know because of, the different components whether people understand how that piece of the cares Act really affects them individually
1: so yeah and and you know for a lot of people taking the withdrawal it's scary it could have an effect long term on on everything financial for your future and so the other option is to really do the the 401k loan so let's go through that to just to make sure we're separating those two out and it used to be if you're not in dire financial straits okay you and you still want to take cash you know, from the your your 401k, you could take a loan, a 401k loan. And under the IRS guidelines, you could borrow 50% of your vested account balance or $50,000, whichever is less. Okay. And loans have both pros and cons. And we're going to kind of go through those really quick. So a loan is just that. All right. It's a loan to yourself from your account, from your own money. It's not a distribution. So Really, you're you're paying yourself back money, which means you're putting it back into your own account. So that's the positive. And you pay those loans back with interest. They come right out of your paycheck. So you have to make sure that you put that into your budget, right? Because it's really a, another debt, but it's a debt to yourself. And the question is, everyone always says, well, what's the interest rate? Again, it goes back to the plan document that governs you know, the, the plan and how it works. And so most of them... You know, as an example, it it could be prime plus one, prime plus one and a half, prime plus two, and you're paying that interest back to yourself, not to a bank, okay? And the downside is if you lose your job or you leave your job and you don't repay the loan within a specified period of time, it used to be 60 days, all right? And part of the uh, Tax Cuts and, and Jobs Act, it extended it from 60 to 90 days, so you get an extra 30 days. And if you don't pay it back, then you're going to get a 1099 and owe income tax and the early withdrawal penalty if you're under age 59 and a half. So that's important to remember, especially in these these turbulent times, okay? So when should you take money out as a loan? Well, first of all, so that $50,000 or half of your vested account balance, those were the old rules before the CARES Act. So it's changed. So now you can take up to $100,000 or the amount of your employer-sponsored retirement plan, whichever is smaller. All right? And you can do it anytime between March 27th of this year, 2020, and September 23rd of this year and delay the payments on the loan for up to one year. But you have to be mindful that the interest is going to continue to accrue. So it's going to add to what your monthly payments are.
0: And I'm just going to make you back up real quick just okay. because I kind of took something one way. I want to make sure that everybody else didn't. Okay. When you're talking about leaving your job and you haven't repaid the loan. That's where the 60 to 90 day window comes into play. That's not the way in which you're paying back a loan in general to yourself. Right. right.
1: I- yeah. So if you leave your job, all right, you have 60, it's actually 90 days now. So to to put the money back into an IRA rollover. Otherwise, you're going to owe ordinary income tax and possibly if you're under 59 and a half, the early withdrawal penalty. Okay. If you take out the $100,000 or whatever that loan amount is, you can defer those payments for up to one year, but it's going to be based on whatever that interest rate payment is and the amount and you the maximum time that you can use to pay that off is five years. So if you take $100,000 and you get paid 24 times a year, I mean, just think of it that way. Yep. So it, it's going to be a pretty hefty per paycheck because it's every pay period. So those are the things that you need to work into your budget. Exactly. Okay.
0: All right. So now consolidating debt with well, these loans.
1: Yeah. So those are some of the options, you know, when, especially now, and these are not recommendations. These are just some of the options. And again, this is why you want to talk with a professional, <laughs> Right. You know, if you have super high interest loans, and let's just say the the loan that you're repaying to yourself is 5 6%. Remember, you're paying that money back to yourself. But if you're in a situation financially where things are really tight and you're making credit card payments, high interest loan payments of, you know, 12, 15, 20, 25%, okay, it may make sense, all right? Everybody's situation is different and you need to run the numbers and make sure that, you know, hey... Yes, you are paying it off, but can you afford those monthly payments over the next five years? Actually, six, if you take the one-year deferment, mm-hmm. okay? So that's option number one. You know, another reason maybe to take a loan is to buy a home. I mean, use as as a down payment and put it in your bank account for the seasoning of the money. And what that means is that the money has to be in your own personal account for a certain length of time. You know, so these are some of the options when it comes to buying a home. And the other thing is a lot of people take loans for investments. And so you have to be really careful here because it sounds like a gamble and it really could be. So, you know, it's just like anything else, buyer beware. So What kind of investment are you making? You know, are you buying it on you know rental property, investment property? Have you run the numbers? Is it something that you're like rental property that needs a a lot of upgrades, and then you're going to turn around and flip it? And you're confident in the time period in which you can make that money back and put the money back into your account? So these are the things. Again, this is why. Running the numbers and having a professional is so very important because you do not want to be in a situation where you did an investment that may not be in your best interest long term as it relates to the loan.
0: And sometimes just having that additional advisor there listening to what your plans are, there are things that you haven't thought of that they have, and they're going to be able to talk you through maybe helping you to say yes to that decision or to absolutely say no to that decision. But uh, again, they're giving you an option. They're giving you a picture that maybe you have not been able to, you know,
1: think of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when we're talking about the hardship withdrawals, one of the things that we need to to be very mindful of is the uncle Sam is going to want to know, and you're going to have to be able to verify that uh, uh you met the criteria that some of the ones that we went through today and that you needed the money all right so you're going to have to to prove it all right
0: all right well again we've gone through a lot of nitty-gritty a lot of bullet points and wrapping things up any other advice that you can give as far as the best course of action to take when you're considering any of these parts of the cares act
1: yeah absolutely so the rules governing the pre taxed right uh, or tax advantage retirement accounts They've changed because we're in a very extraordinary situation. They've been changed. They're relaxed in order to give a lot of financial flexibility to all those people who need it the most and, and are in need. But it's still, you have to be prudent. All right. You have to be very careful in what you're doing because if you sell your investments during a market downturn, all right, we talked about this uh, in, in the beginning of the podcast. You have to sell more of those investments to get the same amount of money out. Which means you you wind up with fewer shares, which means it's going to be that much harder for you to recover. And also, you know, if you have to dip into your retirement savings, figure out what the minimum amount is that you need, because taking out a really large withdrawal or a loan may mean that you'll you'll have to play catch up just to, to reach your retirement goals and, and savings. And, and it could even possibly push back the year in which you want to retire. So again, that's why it's so important to know what you're doing.
0: All right. So, your recommendation, just to give you that line in, (laughs) that lead in is
1: hire a pro. (laughs) All right. And it is because it is, it's ever changing. So, and that's the other thing. We're talking about it today, which is July 6th, right? Yep. Yep. July 6th, 2020. And that is the uh, disclaimer that it's effective today and it could change tomorrow.
0: Well, and I, I think what's important for everybody to know out there that's listening is you. Are a pro, but you consult other advisors when you're coming to things like the Care yeah. Act, CARES Act, the, the Secure it's Act. It's a team. It's a team. Yeah, that team
1: right. of CPAs and attorneys, because you know, look, there's no one person who has all the answers, and and it does, you know, and in, in this environment, you have to work together, and it is confusing. You want to make sure. That you do it right the first time because you don't want to make a mistake.
0: Well, if you want to reach out to Ed and get some additional information, or if you have some questions that are still outstanding, don't hesitate to reach out to us at info at egsifinancial.com, or you can go to our website at www.egsifinancial.com, or give us a call at the office at 614-526-4118. Thank you, Ed, and... Thanks, Leanne. Have a good afternoon.
1: Absolutely.
2: What was the last time you tested your fitness level? Not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance. Because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up. And Ed Sidel is here to help you do that with the Retirement Trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for. A happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken and Two zero six one nine.